What do you do if one of your siblings is manipulating the other one so they can get what they want first and the other sibling gets left out? Also, in this episode, we're going to talk about what to do if your toddlers are pushing each other for your attention. Welcome to Toddler Toolkit Podcast, the ultimate parenting guide tailored for the unique challenges of raising twins, multiple kids, or little ones close in age. Hi, I'm Heather, master's in education and proud twin mama of busy toddlers. You might have tried advice tailored for one child, but that's not our journey, right? With a decade of teaching experience under my belt, I've seen it all from toddlers to teenagers in the classroom. Now, as a parent to two toddlers, I'm experiencing the flip side of the coin. So whether you have two under two or just looking for tips that work in tandem, you're in the right place. Let's unlock the secrets to understanding toddler behavior, preventing meltdowns, and raising intuitive, resilient children who listen in two seconds. As parents of children close in age, fostering a positive bond between siblings is essential. So in today's episode, we're going to deep dive into the dynamics of young sibling relationships, whether it's siblings close in age or twins or multiples. We're going to learn how to handle sibling rivalry as well as promote shared play. I know that is a big one, shared play and just play skills among siblings can be so difficult. And then what to do if your siblings are fighting over your attention and pushing you out of the way. All right, I can't wait to talk about this. Let's get started. Young siblings have a unique bond. They share the same home, the same toys, and sometimes even the same clothes. While these commonalities create a strong foundation for friendship, they can also be a breeding ground for rivalry and conflict. So in educational theory, this often is explained through the lens of resource scarcity. Simply put, when kids both want the same toy or the same amount of parent attention, conflict can arise. So let's talk about sibling rivalry. Sibling rivalry is almost inevitable. And in some studies, parents were able to see this around the age of three, especially in twins. However, I believe a lot of the signs show up earlier. And I think you can see it before the age of three, even around the age of two or before that. But how do you even handle that as a parent? You know, how do you make a difference? You know, what are some tools that we can use to help we can see advice like, okay, I see you're feeling left out because your brother is playing with the new toy. Okay, so we can validate, but can you give me some actual tools here to help out? And the answer is yes. All right, so let's talk about sibling rivalry. So what exactly is it on like a deeper level? So it's sibling rivalry is beyond physical acts. So it actually includes calculated behavior or exclusion of a sibling. It can be manipulative to get a certain outcome. And your toddlers are totally capable of starting some of these things. And there are little signs that you can see. So sometimes this can happen too when you're introducing a new sibling into the family. And we also see this with twins. Okay, tell me more about this. So actually, what I'm going to do is go over a few examples. 
And then we can talk about some solutions here. So if a sibling is being excluded or missing out on something like getting a reward because of a toddler's action behavior, a sibling is kind of forced to get out of the tub first because they cried. But why did they cry? Their sibling pushed them. So there's their sibling pushed them knowing that they would cry, get taken out of the tub first, and they get to keep playing. They didn't want to go first. And actually, I have seen this in my twins. That is actually a real life example right there. Okay, so toddlers monopolizing a parent's time, leaving the other sibling feeling neglected or left out. This kind of goes into the one where the siblings are pushing over parents or mom's attention, but this one is a little bit more manipulative and I'll talk about the difference in a little bit. So sibling loses a turn on a game or activity because the toddler insists on going first or playing longer. Toddler intentionally breaks or hides the sibling's toy to gain a sense of control or attention. And the last example of the day is toddler starts mimicking the sibling's negative behavior, thinking it's a way to get attention. And we can definitely see that when a new sibling is brought in. That's why sometimes we see progression in behavior when you bring a new baby home with your toddler. All right, so what are some solutions? Let's go through sibling rivalry. What I recommend, and a lot of these situations, they're all unique, but we are gonna need to have consequences here. We are gonna need to have boundaries and consequences because when you have a sibling that's trying to manipulate a situation, we need to make sure that we are not empowering that manipulation and feeding that manipulation. So there's multiple ways that we can do boundaries and consequences for this. So for the tub example, like what did we do in that instance when one of our twins was manipulating the situation? So one twin always has he get out first. We decided to do turn taking. So this also goes to the five key skills and Three of them that I want to share with you right now is turn-taking, sharing, and waiting. So those those skills are really important for your toddler to have. And I encourage parents to start teaching it as early as possible. Eight months is a great time to start teaching that skill. Don't wait till your toddler is two. And if your toddler already is a two, it's okay because we can always continue to work on these skills. Okay, so waiting, turn-taking, sharing, we're going to share who gets out first. That way, not one sibling can manipulate. Now, this is a unique situation with twins. So we bathe both of our twins in the tub at the same time. If we were bathing them separately, we wouldn't even see this. So there's many different ways to go about dealing with this situation and making it fair for both children involved. To aid in turn-taking, who's going to get out of the tub first, you can have visual aids as well. You can give verbal reminders. Today, it's Jace's turn to get out of the tub. Today is Skylar's turn. That's why it's also really important to practice these proactive strategies like turn-taking, sharing, and waiting during playtime. Early play skills is super important because they really reflect into so many of these situations like sibling rivalry. There's also other things that you can do as well. So you can come up with like a two-second solution is what I call them. So in a two-second solution, you can guide your toddler to see that the manipulative behavior doesn't get them what they want. So even though they push their sibling, they're the one that gets removed from the tub. And even if they don't want to be removed from the tub, 
It is an organic learning experience that pushing your sibling doesn't get you what you want. There are other ways to ask for having a longer time in the tub, for example. All right, I hope this was helpful on sibling rivalry, and we're going to get into encouraging shared playtime. Okay, so shared playtime isn't just fun. It's an educational experience that teaches kids about cooperation, sharing, and a lot of self-regulation skills are learned during these playtime. So you can promote this by setting up play scenarios or having naturally organic play experiences or using teamwork. So you can think of things that your siblings can do and play together. Think like puzzles and games, building blocks, even outdoor games. Think of things that have shared achievements and challenges that they can work together on something. A game that I really like for my twins right now that is simple, I can think of two. One is a piggy bank and it has these big plastic coins and they have to take turns putting them in and it's both highly motivating for them and they love it. Another game is we have uh, these cars, they're a car ramp and so You know, they have to take turns and share to play at the same time. So when you have twins, they might want the same toy. They might be grabbing over the same toy. But it is great to introduce toys where they can both interact with a toy at the same time. And it's not a one child only toy. Because when you have these more like game type turn taking toys, you can work on sharing and teamwork. You can also work on sharing with a toy that's for one child as well. I've heard a lot of examples of sharing where it's always one toy and the other child wants it. But I think it's really cool to hear an example where you have two toddlers at the same time trying to share a toy that could work for multiple kids or at least two kids. So that is a great example. And this really goes back to proactive strategies of sharing and turn-taking And this is going to help with sibling rivalry, what we just talked about before, because we're working on these skills proactively. So when these things come up, like twins in the tub and pushing each other over who's going to get out of the tub first, for example, that's an organic teaching moment. But if we want to be proactive, we don't want to just be teaching it in that stressful moment when there's crying happening and pushing and crying. We want to teach this proactively. So that's why I highly recommend carving out some either one-on-one time or time with your toddlers to work on these skills. I think that's super important. So I have something called 15 minutes to milestones and you make an activity, Ben. So you get, you think of a theme. So whatever the theme is. So if you wanted to learn about shapes, or you wanted to learn about farm animals, you make a bin with different items from your house. You just get to go on a scavenger hunt. It's fun because you can get an older sibling to, to help out and find the items for the bin. And then you spend 15 minutes going over these fun learning experiences. So maybe find books with shapes, maybe shape puzzle. So there's so many ideas you can do with it. And then you can work on these turn-taking skills putting together a shape puzzle, both your twins taking turns, they're having to wait, they have to share. The other thing that I really like is also talking about the outdoors. So 
I have something in my mini course, Meltdown Mastery, that I talk about, and that is raising little scientists. So how to get your children outdoors and learn through play outdoors. And so thinking about outdoor games, how to incorporate that into the play and learning experience. All right, I'll see you right after the break. Hey mamas, let's take a quick break. I wanted to share with you Meltdown Mastery, the listening and skilled toddler mini course. Get helpful tools sent straight to your inbox and get your child to listen in two seconds. Imagine a calm home with less meltdowns. Go to the show notes for the link or head to twinmomroadmap.com backslash guides for super helpful tools and resources. Also, become a part of our cozy Facebook community for support, conversation, and double the laughter. Link in show notes to join. Okay, welcome back. We just went over what to do if your siblings are having sibling rivalry and how to encourage cooperative play and turn-taking to build teamwork. We're going to end this episode with talking about what to do if your toddlers are pushing each other for parents' attention. So maybe they're fighting over mom and they might also be fighting over their own personal space. So what's happening here? Your toddler needs individual attention. They need personal space and a sense of belonging. This is really difficult when you have an other sibling that they are feeling like they are fighting over to get you. They want to co-regulate with you, but it's hard to do when you have an other sibling pushing you out of the way. So as a mom, I feel like there are a few too many (laughs) that are really hard about having twins. And I got to say, this is one of the harder ones, in my opinion. And I especially see this happen when my twins aren't feeling well. They are maybe they're they're feeling sick or they didn't get a good sleep. And I see this more. And I definitely think that has to do with self-regulation and co-regulation. You know, they want mom to regulate and feel better. And they want our love and our cuddles. And it's hard to do when you're sharing with another sibling. So what's really interesting about this and what I think sets it apart from sibling rivalry, which can be more manipulative, is when we see a toddler just pushing each other for mom's lap or attention or for a hug, this might be coming from a place of a need like a need for self-regulation, a need for mom cuddles versus manipulation. Like the example I gave of my twins in the bathtub, one pushing the other to get out so they could stay in longer and the sibling had to get out first. But in this example, talking more about they want you and they want time with you because they want that attention and they want that sense of belonging with you. So what are the solutions in this tricky situation? So I recommend using a two-second solution. I talk a lot about two-second solutions, and I give easy guides and flow charts for you to understand exactly what to do in a situation in my mini course, Meltdown Mastery, the Listening and Skilled Toddler. But for this episode, we could use a two-second solution. So you could guide your toddler to see 
that each of them can sit next to you on the couch. Let's say you're sitting on the couch and they're both pushing each other because they both want to sit in your lap. They want the prime spot and location. They don't want to be in the passenger seat, right? So they're pushing over getting to be on your lap on the couch. So in this example, your toddlers are upset. They keep pushing each other and they just can't seem to figure it out themselves. Why is this happening? That's because most likely your toddler is feeling some kind of emotional dysregulation. And that's why teaching self-regulation skills is so important. So your toddler could be stuck in a feedback loop. So they're like unable to break out of that pattern of emotional reactivity or verbal repetition. So that is why it is so helpful for us to guide our toddlers and give them the skills and to help them break the loop. So when I talk about this two second solution, we are helping them break the loop because they are not going to be able to figure it out and problem solve it right now. That ability of theirs is just beginning to to grow. And we are helping set the stage for that, the stepping stones to that later on in their development. So right now they really need us to show them the opportunities and the problem solving skills and what can they do if they're pushing a sibling out of the way because they want to get to your lap, but they can't. We can use a two-second solution to guide them that they can each sit next to us. Now, that might not be exactly what they wanted because maybe they wanted to sit right on top of you. But if we're going to share, we need to make it fair or we can take turns. So it's really up to you as the parent on how you want to do that. So I have tried doing this and it really works, this two-second solution. So they're pushing each other. They both want your attention. So we're giving that attention. Hey, I know you both want to sit on mom's lap, but you can cuddle next to my side and you can cuddle next to my other side. So I had each twin on one side of me and we got to cuddle that way and they got their own personal space that way. So they're no longer pushing each other. So it solved both problems. I also think it's important the language that we're using and we also talk about it. You know, we can empathize and validate their experience. I know it's hard. You want to sit on mom's lap, but we have to share with our brother. You can sit next to me and we can still cuddle this way. They might not like it at first, but when they realize they can still cuddle with you and get their own personal space away from their sibling, they are going to be happier. This has worked and my toddlers are over two now and they are tall for their age. So they're just bigger kids and they just can't both fit on my lap. There's just like no way. So they're going to have to share and sit next to me when they both want it at the same time. And of course, we could do something like one gets to sit on my lap and then we get to take turns. Of course, you could do that too. So however you want to work it out. But I recommend using, again, proactive strategies like my five key skills in Meltdown Mastery mini course. I recommend using those such as turn taking and sharing. Those skills, again, are going to work and pay off. Give me some feedback. Let me know if this was helpful and... I can't wait to see you in the next episode. And that wraps up another episode filled with tools and insights to help your parenting journey have clarity and ease. Remember, every child is unique and so is our experience, especially when there's more than one. 
keep celebrating those small victories and learning along the way. I'm Heather, your Twin Mama Guide, and until next time, here's to raising skilled, self-regulated toddlers who listen, learn, and love. Take care and see you soon.